Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Aileen Milford. Aileen is an author, she's a speaker, and a purpose advocate. Her mission is to help those suffering silently with pain. Aileen is a lifelong learner and has used her life experiences to effectively balance career, education, and ministry. She empowers women to walk into purpose despite their past mistakes. I introduce to you guys Eileen Milford. Good morning, Eileen. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I am well. Thank you for having me this morning. You are so welcome. I'm super excited to have you on here because you are a purpose advocate. That is the first time I've heard someone use that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, since this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up, can you tell me your definition of purpose? All right. So to me, purpose is a position that God created specifically for you with your own unique DNA, meaning even if someone was doing something similar to you, the outcome wouldn't be like yours because the path that is for you will only be done by you. Um, Purpose is waking up every day, being intentional, being intentional to make an impact every day. And I feel like it's the inner motivator that keeps me personally going even when I've had disappointments or setbacks. That's awesome. Yeah, because you have to continue to understand, like, your purpose can be something different today than it was yesterday. Yes, you're constantly evolving. I believe with purpose, you're constantly evolving. So how did you get inspired to do what you do today? You know, honestly, I never would have thought in a million years I would be an author, you know, um, helping women because... For me personally, I grew up with low self-esteem, especially growing up. um, I had a lot of medical issues um, and I had that desire to just go to school, get a career and do like a typical nine to five. But then it's not until 2015 after I wrote my first book, Tears Turn Into Purpose, I really started getting into speaking engagements. And from there, I saw that there's a lot of women who are struggling and suffering in silence with their pain. And I just wanted to be that visual representation that God can really turn your story around. And I wanted to help women know their worth, their value. So that's what really inspired me to get in. It's like after I overcame my personal issues, I wanted to make sure I could help other women. That is amazing because it's nothing like being relatable to someone else. Yes. Yes. I feel like when you're authentic with your testimony or what you've been through, it encourages other women or just people in general that, wow, they made it through, so can I. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. What is your meaning of success and what is your current biggest success? Hmm. So success to me is actually just accomplishing the very things I set my mind to. But at the same time, for me, success is something it doesn't always have to be tangible. It can be something as small as maintaining my inner peace because I take 
protecting my peace very seriously because yeah. I never want to be a woman who is crushing my goals and who looks successful to others or even to myself, yet I don't have the peace. Um, so that's my meaning of success. But current success, business-wise, um, my first book and even my second book, While Waiting for the Promise, has landed in the hands of women in Finland, Africa, Barbados, the United Kingdom, and Mexico. So it was mind-blowing just to see that women that I don't even see on a daily basis or who live on a, the other side of the world is actually reading my book. And um, a personal success, I can say... Um, my acceptance letter in the doctoral program for school psychology. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, cause since I was a little girl, um, coming from a family where my parents are immigrants from Haiti, um, just accomplishing that for myself and for them knowing that their sacrifice to coming here was not in vain. Right. And it's just, I've always wanted to be a doctor and knowing now that it's a reality and it's happening. It brings me so much joy every day. So I can say those, that's my personal success. That is super amazing. And I'm so glad that, you know, your book are, is touching lives, you know, all across the world. Yes. And now you're about to be into your doctoral program, girl. You are the bomb. You are doing it. And I wish you nothing but success in that. Thank you. Thank you. And while we're talking about your book, can you tell us about your latest book, While Waiting for the Promise? Yes, it's a brief yet intimate devotional that teaches someone how to endure the waiting season because... The waiting season requires more than just patience. It demands a measure of faith as well as full commitment. So in my book, I talk about how looking at a physical clock is a misconception of how God works on time, which mm. can lead to discouragement and doubt. So it serves as a compass striving to reshift someone's perspective of the meaning of, wait of waiting and encouraging believers or the reader to focus with realistic expectations trusting that God will deliver according to his word. So I'm, I'm a um, testament that I'm a Christian and I believe that, you know, while waiting for the promise is more so what I talk about in my book, I talk about um, not entertaining the counterfeit because the counterfeit is something or someone that looks like what you've been praying for. Mm. So it can be a relationship, a business contract. And if you entertain the con counterfeit, you will never get to what God has um, has wanting to bless you with because right. you're entertaining it. Um, I talk about how learning to deal with your emotions. Um, I talk about, um, being appreciative and being grateful for what you've already, what you already have now, because at one time, what you have now is what you prayed for before. Right. Um, so I talk about different things like that. And I talk about, um, having Ruth like friendships, like based on the, um, Ruth in the Bible, I talk about how she was that friend that helped um, Naomi push through. So having a, a community of women or just friends that can help you in that moment where you feel like giving up, when you feel like you're in the wilderness, because we go through that wilderness period where we can't hear God. So um, just having a community of people around you. So I talk about different nuggets like that in my book. That is awesome. I'm going to have to get me a copy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, what made you write the book? Like, how, did you wake up and say, you know, I want to write a book? Like, how did that all come to fruitation? To be honest, after my first book, I was like, yeah, you know, the first book did really well. And I'm just like, I wasn't planning on writing another book, but a lot of people kept coming to me and saying, oh, you're going to write another. You're going to write another one. But I really one day, actually, after getting out of prayer, um, 
I, it was just tugging in my spirit because I was going through that season of waiting and I'm still in that season of waiting um, from for some promises from God. And I just feel like that book was just an encouragement for me. Um, so it allowed me to really, it's like I was writing a journal, but it ended up being a published book to help other women or right. men, you know, so that's how it came to fruitation. <laughs> that is awesome. So of course we know that reading is so essential in the way that we may learn. We can learn from reading. Yes. So do you have a current read and can you offer your top three books for our listeners? Most definitely. So right now I'm actually reading a book. It's a devotional called Lord Prepare Me to Be a Godly Wife. Mm. Um, and the reason why I'm reading it, that book is because I've been so single for so long. Right. <laughs> but this book has like prayers and different nuggets to help me um, for God to really just show me areas in my life that I need to work on um, before he brings that person for me. Correct. Um, so because usually I'm you know, we're always um, tempted to always pray for our future husband, but sometimes we like to pray for our own selves. So I just want to yeah. make sure that even if I won't be completely prepared for marriage, because I've heard that you can never be completely prepared, but I wanted to make sure that I'm covered in prayer and learn a lot of wisdom. Yeah. So again, um, it's Lord Prepare Me to Be a Godly Wife by Tiffany Langford. Um, and the top three books I would re recommend is Commanding Your Morning, Unleash the Power of God in Your Life by Cindy Trim. And this book talks about achieving victory over your circumstances through spoken declaration. And mm -hmm. I love how it teaches you how to put meaning and purpose back into your life because I'm everything about purpose. So any book that talks about purpose, I am glued. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first book. Um, and then Becoming by Michelle Obama. Oh, mm. my gosh. This book. Um, was amazing to me. The memoir was so authentic and the way she talks about her personal experiences, her roots and how she found her voice. I right. feel like as an African-American woman, that really blessed me because um, especially as a woman in leadership, um, she talks about her, her experiences and it shows that if she could make it, so can, so can we, you know? Um, and then the third book is when God says, wait, Navigating Life's Detours and Delays Without Losing Your Faith, Your Friends, or Your Mind by Elizabeth Thompson. Mm. Um, that book was really, especially in the season, especially for 2018, which was a trying year. That book yeah. really helped me to, you know, really trust and rely on God, even when life turned, took its detours and delays. Like, dang, this happened again to me or like, what is going on, God? So right. I would recommend those three books. Those are really good books. Yeah, you're actually the second person who mentioned Michelle Obama's book. And even when the last person had mentioned it, he said, I'm on my second run. This is my second run of reading the book. Yes. So it definitely is a good book. If you do not have it, please, guys, please go and get it. Um, I'm sometimes a reader, but I love a good audio book. And it's, mm -hmm. it really works because she is the audio. So it really puts a lot of things in perspective coming straight from her. Yes. Yes, it is an amazing book. What are some ways you practice self-love and self-care? I constantly do affirmations. I'm a 
person who loved to speak over my life. So many times, especially in the morning when I wake up, I look at myself in the mirror and I will say, you are beautiful. You are crushing it, girl. You are a doctor. You are a wife. You are amazing. You are an international speaker. Like I speak a lot of affirmations into myself because you are your biggest critique and you are your biggest cheerleader. So if you have your own back and you can speak life into yourself because words are so powerful, yes, um, they are. because when you start speaking those words, you begin to see it in your life and those words become a reality. It shifts your mindset of who you are. So I do a lot of affirmations. Um, and when I really want to meditate, um, of course, I would read my Bible, but I love the beach. I love the sound of water. It's mm. so peaceful. <laughs> so I'll go out to the beach, um, just hang, have my feet in the sand. Um, other times I'll just hang with family. Um, I just love to be around loving people. So I'll be around my family, just watch a nice movie. Or I'll just pick up my iPad and I'll just be reading. I feel like reading is very therapeutic for me. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just get to some sand. You know, <laughs> put my feet in the sand. Listen, I'm like literally less than 20 minutes from the beach. So I'm oh, see, I'm going to have to come and visit you <laughs> and we can go to the beach and yes, then I can sit down and do me some self love, some self care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is a resource that you use every day in life that you cannot live without? Oh my gosh, my iPad. Like, my (laughs) iPad is glued to me because it has everything from when I need the internet to research some information to my Kindle app when I just, you know, want to wind down and relax by reading a book. And it has everything. I just, I love it. It's just like a literally, it's like a portable um, computer. So my iPad is the resource. I cannot live without it. <laughs> I can't. If I go a day without it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I forgot my iPad at home. Like, you know, yes, my iPad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not an iPad person, but somebody like me, I can't live without my planner. Mm, so okay. I'm I'm going everywhere with my planner. My happy planner goes everywhere with me. Yeah. It's in my pocketbook. Sometimes I even have two of them in there because I have one for business and I have one for personal. And sometimes, you know, you might be in the street and somebody might say, you know, are you available on this? They have like, hold on, let me pull out my planner mm-hmm. and see if I am available and stuff like that. So yeah, it, there are some key things that you you definitely carry with you everywhere you go. Yes. <laughs> So do you have any upcoming events or projects coming up? Well, I do have a, um, not a personal event that I'm hosting, but I mm-hmm. am a panelist at a women's event happening on April 13th, um, 2019. Okay. Um, it will be in Miami, Florida. And it is the event called New Territory, New Heights. It's a mm. God's Girls Empowered Made to Shine event. And it's from 12 to 3. So I'll be on the panel with that with some amazing women that are around the Miami area. Awesome. Yeah. So I have that event coming up. That is awesome. I wish I could get there. April 3rd <laughs> is a busy. Anything after like April the 3rd is just super busy. Yes, it is. <sighs> Definitely. And then you don't want to, you know, do anything during that holiday weekend. You know, you want to make sure you're home for Easter. Make sure you're home for Palm Sunday. I'm like. This is just too much. I'm just trying to make sure that the Lord knows, listen, I'm going to be at church. I'm just trying to get around and be where I need to be. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So how can our listeners contact you or find you on social media? That's a great question. So I am on Instagram. Um, My 
My name is at Aileen. It's A-L-I-N-E-J as in um, Jerry, M-I-L-F-O-R-T. And then I am on Facebook as well. Same Aileen Milford. Um, and I have my personal website, which is www.aileenjmilford.com. That is awesome. Everybody go follow her and make sure that you become inspired by everything that she puts up on her social media platform. She is super duper awesome. Um, I just want to know what is one thing or one piece of advice that you can give to our listeners in regards to bossing up. One thing I can tell everyone is do it even if you're afraid. I believe that even if you, you know, it's so important to take risk because bossing up means that you're going to, you know, make, have some mistakes. You're going to fail a few times, but doing it afraid, knowing that you're stepping into the unknown. But when God sees that you're stepping out in faith, that things will work out. You will see that, you know, it wasn't that bad because I always tell people I never want to wake up five or 10 or even 15 years from now and say, what if I rather live a life where I know that I tried versus what if I would have did that five years ago? What if I would have started that business? What if I would have wrote that book? So I tell people do it even if you're afraid. That's an awesome piece of advice because honestly, a lot of people don't get to fulfill those dreams and live through their purpose because they're scared. Yes. That's true. That's true. That is awesome. Well, Aileen, I am so happy that you were on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Thank you. And I wish you yes, and I wish you nothing but success because success is definitely coming your way. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.